Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 13. Today's episode is another installment of Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to our previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You approach Dead Man's Port. The whole planet is temperate, but if ever there was like a quintessential junk planet, this is it. It's not nearly so heavily populated as to be totally covered in junk, but it's sort of a wasteland, lawless world. Actually, make a two purple knowledge Terran check. What do you know? Or streetwise, I would accept, in this case. Do, 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 do. Well, yes, I will accept your streetwise check. <laughs> yeah, right? Any place where I can use cunning instead of intelligence. One advantage, one failure. It's all the same for me, except I have a rank in streetwise. <laughs> Success with advantage. You have heard of Dead Man's Port. It's not a friendly place. It is, as I said, like kind of a wasteland world. It is, there is a lot of water going on, so it gets a little bit gross at times. It's not dry like Marsara. What human settlements there are, are like packed in with refuse, like ship graveyard kind of thing. A lot of detritus from wars is just dumped here because it's not formerly part of the Dominion, I should say. Is it run by like gangs or something? 100% it is run by various mercenary companies. Not the war pigs. They don't operate on this planet, you know. You know of two, you know of Orleans Raiders and... Another person with raiders. Yes. And Mira's Marauders. There's others, uh, but those are the two that you happen to be familiar with. Mira's Marauders. Mira's Marauders. It's a, a cute little bird that has marauders. You're welcome to call her that and see what happens. <laughs> that, is, that is up to you. She probably just laughs. Probably. And it sounds like this is not a planet that maintains tight quarantine rules. Not in the slightest. It is not Dominion controlled. I mean, Dominion might claim that they have control, but it, no, it's a lawless world. And the ship that we're on now, does it have showers? One basic shower, yes. Okay, I mean, like, I was climbing up a Zerg, so I would like to, you know, decontaminate myself as much as I can. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Otherwise, I'll just stick the Zerg samples in the very bottom of my backpack. <laughs> Maybe wipe them clean. The outside of the jars, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are dropped off at the, like, port of entry on Dead Man's Port. It is gross. And it is $75. 75 credit docking fee. I should pay it. I'm the reason why we're doing this whole thing. If that's what you want. All right, I will pay the docking fee. Unless you negotiate that down, but I don't think of that. Is there an opportunity to negotiate it down? Or to streetwise it down? This extremely greasy, overweight old man. I've got a bit of a beer belly going on. Yeah, you're here to dock for a while. Minimum fees. 100 credits. We're not docking for a while. We're barely docking at all. Didn't you see? We just jumped off that ramp and it took off. Ah, my eye's not so good. Give me a negotiate check. Uh, One purple, one red. Two successes. He can knock it down to 60 credits. Okay. Uh, You should have used the drop-off zone. Oh, it's closed today. Sorry. Under construction. Well, remember that for next time. Yeah, next time. What you down for? We're looking for a lift off this rock. Lift off, you just got here. So many attractions in Dead Man's Port. And like a sign just falls off. We got that big junk pile. We got that other big junk pot. Look, we got a sludge river. So many things to do. A <laughs> sludge river. And where would I find some pilots? Well, you could try a bar. That's where most people go. There's not much of a spaceport here, is there? No, and it's not super well organized, and the pilot dropping you off did not take care to find a like nicer one. It's just like, this was the first one she found, and she dropped you off and got out of here. All right, then it looks like we're going to a bar. Let's find a less stressed out pilot. I mean, you might find that here. The spaceport, it's grungy, it's grimy, there's debris everywhere. There's bits of machinery that are just like lying in piles all over the ground. There's not so much a town, just as like shacks that are a little bit more put together. You see, it looks like a a crashed battle cruiser, uh, which is like a pretty large, serious military vessel. And it's got like light, fancy neon lights on it, and it's called like the cruiser. 
That's the bar? That's the bar inside of a crashed battlecruiser. Let's not hire that pilot. <laughs> no, uh, but we'll go into that bar. There's a handful of people in there, mix of types, all Terran. Most people, they look kind of dirty, they look a little sick. You guys, give me streetwise checks. Two purples. Just to try to fit in with the right slouch. I have failure with three advantages. I have an emojin slouch. <laughs> Which looks very technical. Your teeth are just too perfect. Two advantages, two failures. You guys get some attention. Not necessarily the kind of attention that you super want. Did you guys restart the recording? I did restart the recording. So yes, we're good. Says Lily for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lily looks around, checks out the surveillance cameras. Are these things recording? <laughs> yeah, so you attract some attention. There's some tough looking folks at the bar. Like, who the hell do you think you are? Don't recall inviting you into my bar. Ugh. You don't look like you're the owner of this place. Didn't say I was. Didn't say I wasn't. Is there a bartender? Depends. You got credits? I, I was I was asking Dan. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I still sounded emotional. I, I need less of an Irish accent. <laughs> Is there a bartender? Is you're asking Dan. Bartender. <laughs> I will say yes, there is a bartender. I will direct my comments to that person. The bartender looks at you, says, what can I get you? I slapped out 10 credits. <laughs> Big ten spender. Credits. Don't just give them to me. <laughs> Big spender. Look, this is bought top shelf whiskey on other planets. Well, you're not on other planets now, are you? If you were, you wouldn't be here. So do you not accept credits? Is that the problem? I'll take your credits. Give me a negotiation check. That's going to be two reds because I'm spending a story point. Uh, you might elicit other useful information here. Do I get any blue dice for giving him money? Not as yet. You might not end up spending money here. Failure with five advantages. Perhaps somebody listening in is useful? I was trying to wonder that. <laughs> Poor GM. We're just rolling. <laughs> yeah, so he like cites. He's like, no, no, no. That's going to cost you 20 credits. Like a pop, which is like, like a drink, which is way overpriced, you know. You know I don't even taste it going down. Um, he's definitely... Hustling you a little bit. I'll take my creds back. Thank you very much. You have five advantages. Yeah, uh, someone new walks into the bar, and the whole bar kind of like they notice this person. They kind of pause what they're doing. They look down. They try not to make eye contact with this person. You two are right there. You look around. You see this kind of shortish, pale-skinned woman with like a pink mohawk, and something that's really unusual. She has like a cybernetic eye. That's extremely rare. Uh, like, any kind of cybernetic is hard to come by. And particularly an eye is very difficult. But that's got, like, a little pink, like, iris to it. She says, oh, don't stop the party on my account. She goes up to the bar. I think I'll say, it doesn't seem like this is the sort of place that wants parties. Uh, give me a charm check. That'll be a red and two purples. This is one cool customer. But not too cool for me. Two successes and an advantage. She says, outrageous, make it a triple. She slides you to eat a drink. No, I don't recognize you from around here. What are you doing in my fine establishment here? You own this place? Ah, uh, from a certain point of view, yes. We're just looking for a pilot. Pilot? Do you have a ship that in need of a pilot? No. Ah, so you were looking for a ride. Aye, but there doesn't really seem to be any sort of organized spaceport here. Ah, uh, you just have to know the right place to look, is the problem. This does not seem to be it. No, this, uh, this ship no longer flies, you see. But you probably already knew that. And, uh, come, come, it's what do you have to offer in exchange for a ride? I suppose that depends on what the cost is. Uh, how far are you trying to get? How nice a ride do you want? <laughs> we don't need a nice ride. <laughs> Just something that doesn't crash on the other side would be nice. Yeah. It might even depend where you want it. Could go to Korhal or could go to Marsara. Korhal is not a very good place for most people here to go. Marsara, a little bit... That might be easier to swing. Marsara. Marsara. Uh, she, like, pulls out a little data badge. She's, like, flipping through something. She says, ah, do you happen to know... Do you happen to know someone by the name of, uh, Matthew Horner? He's dashingly good looks. Wonderful hair. Absolutely oblivious. There's some knowledge check you... What? You can make, like, a four purple knowledge tearing check. Oh, so this is somebody that people know, but we... No, this is someone you probably haven't heard of. 
Oh no. Two failures, three threats. I hurt <laughs> myself thinking about it. Failure, two threats. Maybe Lily says it, maybe one of you says like, he sounds dumb. <laughs> I'll just like start listing people I do know on Marsara. Uh, well, we met somebody named... No, 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 no. I, I just, I was curious if you knew my Matthew. You don't, that's fine. Do you have a way to get in contact with, oh, uh, Mr. Jim Rayner? Oh, you know Rayner, do you? Oh, no, 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 I say, oh, you know Jimmy, do you? I guess Jimmy, as he is known. She takes out from her, like she's got a chest pocket, if you would deliver a letter to uh, address to my dear Matthew, to Mr. Rayner, I'm sure he could get it to him. That might be useful to me. Well, we know where Rayner was a week ago. Even if he's still there, we can certainly get this to him. And if not, then I'm pretty sure I know someone who can. Who do you know that can get to Jim Rayner? Well, he seems to frequent Joey Ray's. Aye, that he does. He takes the, a bit too much to the drink, I think. Wow, this is shocking. It's like networking. I know people who know people now. I know people who know people. What do you know? Now, suppose I give you this letter. And she's like holding it in front of you, like taunting you almost with it. <laughs> How do I know you won't just take it and read it? And she like pulls it back for a second. <laughs> oh, you want to specify that we're not to read the letter. It's an extra specification there. <laughs> I, I say it like teasingly. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're cute, aren't you? Someone who's like in the bar has been drinking like just a little too much, like falls over, slump. Other people in the bar are still like extremely nervous and like it's very quiet as you're having this conversation. I just want to ensure that you are trustworthy, you see. You got any tests you want conducted? Things we need to do to prove ourselves to you? She says, ah, uh, I think I can figure out if you are trustworthy. You see that man who slumped over? Uh, he is three weeks behind on his tab. And the last job I sent him on, uh, not to deliver a letter to my dear Matthew, but to or say hello to my dear friend, uh, Colonel Orlin. He did not do. So I gave him a little something extra in his drink. He won't be a problem anymore. So do you understand? That sounds like a coercion roll. Sounds like a coercion roll. It does. What is your best discipline? Your combined best discipline? Three. Three purples? I don't have any ranks in it, so... I don't have any ranks in it either. Okay. I'm just naturally willful. Lily really doesn't care what's in the letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she was, she's like, fine. <laughs> this person seems very concerned that you do not read the letter. Uh, she's suitably threatening. Oh, she's like, she looks at you like maybe you're not buying it. As she pulls out a gun, it's not a very large gun. Everyone like in the bar is like, they just gird themselves, they grab onto something. Like they're ready to take a dive at any moment. She just points at the fellow who passed out and just like, guns him right there. Yeah, I got that message. Just so clear. Seems like a waste of a roofie. <laughs> I thought you were going to say of a bullet. <laughs> I mean, find bullets are cheap at Dead Man's Point. It's bodies that are pricey. <laughs> or, and a drink. <laughs> that too. We won't read your letter. So you won't read a letter? Then I think we can make this arrangement. She takes it, holds it out to you one more time. Do be cautious. And don't let it fall into anyone else's hands. Only for my dear Matthew. And by way, Mr. Raymond. But I can get you transport in a few days out of here. You'll just have to keep yourself entertained until then. So what sorts of sights are there here? Uh, well, there's numerous piles of junk, if you're into that. Uh, there's what passes for water. I don't recommend you drink it. It's not a very tourist attraction. If you have flush with credits, you could hire uh, Mira's Marauders. If you are hard up for credits, you could hire Orleans Raiders. I don't suppose you're in either of those situations, though, are you? Don't really need a mercenary crew just yet. How would you say these all compare to the Warpigs? She says, oh, the Warpigs are uh, they're such a corporatized a chain mercenary company. They use almost purely re-socialized marines. They're only good for going in causing a ruckus. If you need high-end fighter power or precision strikes, you need someone else. You need Mira's Marauders. We also employ, in our namesake, heavily armored heavy infantry marauders who can fire uh, rocket-propelled grenades at significant distance and significant destruction. Would you be Mira, then? I would be Mira. How may I call you, then? I'm Imogen, and this is Lolly. Oh, it is nice to meet you. Ma'am. Please, no ranks here. I have to always remind my dear Matthew of that. He is so insistent on being an admiral. Yes, so I recommend you find a place to stay out of the way. Don't let any of these drunks hassle you too much. And do not read my letter. I'll put it in, like, an inner pocket of my jacket. That is good. 
So you're, you're going to take... I will take personal charge of this letter. Communication is my area of expertise. That's true. <laughs> uh, many people like to go salvaging through the junk. Sometimes you can find useful technology there. Sometimes you find uh, angry squatters. Never can be too sure. What kind of specialties do you two have, eh? You are armed? For defense. Of course. What are you looking for, besides a ride off the planet? Both interested in knowledge, just knowledge of very different sorts. That is a good question. Any good weapon shops around here? Oh, weapon shops? Knives, guns. There's things you can, you can get customization work done here, definitely. Uh, if you're looking for something in particular, you can probably find it. Uh, if you're looking for a large number of uniform weapons, that would be difficult. But for an individual such as yourself, uh, she notices like you have a shotgun, you have like a small pistol. It's like you might be able to find a rifle at a bit of a discount. It might not do all the things you want. It might suit you. And what if we're looking for drugs? Uh, do you try to say that slyly? Yeah. Give me a streetwise check. Uh, it's too purple. Even though it's a lawless world. You know, me and my desire for a terazine addiction. Yeah. <laughs> what if we're looking for a chemical fun? Two advantages, but no successes. Maybe it's not to be had, but... No, 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 no. She says, oh, you're looking for that kind of good time. That's not my area of expertise. Uh, but I suspect if you're looking for some... If you're looking for something on this world that you can't find somewhere else, you can probably find it here. You just need to find the right person. Uh, so she indicates that you probably could find it, but she just doesn't know. Okay. She doesn't trade in that kind of uh, wares. Okay. Did she say they use law rockets? <laughs> <laughs> Rocket propelled grenades. Yeah, can I chatter up about those a little bit? Not that I'm looking to buy them, but just generally interested. If oh, like Lily's just engaged with. Yeah, I mean, if she's if she's willing to talk about it, I'm really. Oh yeah. yeah I'm yeah. really willing to ask her about them. About what her mercenaries are armed with? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. She explains the superiority of the Marauder combat suits over the old Firebat suits. They're the same base model, but the Marauder suits they have a built-in manufacturing capability to produce Punisher grenades. Uh, that can be launched out of the suit. And uh, less than 50% of Marauder soldiers are re-socialized compared with Firebats, where it's like 80%. So it's a much healthier uh, crew. The lifespan is much longer, uh, you know, measured in, in days rather than minutes. Uh, so that's a big plus. And yes, they can dish out heavy damage at long range. One of these guys, uh, two of these guys could probably take out a siege tank together, which is pretty heavy firepower. Anything that's heavily armored, they can punch through. Now, they're a little slower than like regular Marines. You need some support for them. Uh, but you can fit them with the same, the suits with the same stim packs as the Marines. So they can get jacked up as well. So like a Marine or more like a Firebat suit as far as mobility? It's closer to a Firebat suit. It's, it's heavier like that. But it, it's no longer outfitted with Vespane gas seeping in and driving the wherever crazy. Nice. Yeah, Lily's interested in any specs she's willing to talk about. It's more just general interest rather than she's trying to pump her for information. Yeah. You know, like what kind of whatever, I don't know what the specs would be for a grenade. What kind of pounds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she tells you like the equivalent like TNT explosive force. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of these grenades. What's the Scoville meter? <laughs> Scoville meter <laughs> grenades, yeah. Uh, not as hot as a fire bat, she says, but they do get pretty hot. Uh, she also insists that her mercenary company also comes with heavy armaments. They have some siege tanks, a few banshees. Oh, nice. They mainly operate on planet. Uh, you get the feeling that it's kind of like a turf war kind of thing, but they can be hired for some deep space work and nearby planets. But they are sort of... They're not like a, an officially recognized mercenary company like the Warpigs are. Like the Warpigs operate freely in Dominion space, taking contracts. Right. These people are not like that. They have to operate outside Dominion space. And they don't get a lot of contracts on planet? Uh, yeah, most of their like, on planet stuff is internal disputes of some kind. How about Zerg? Have they ever fought any? Do they have any problems with them here? Mira says that uh, Zerg are not as big an issue on Dead Man's Port. There's just... There's enough heavily armed people here. We are able to keep off any random Zerg that might drop off. And we're just not a big enough target for most of the Zerg. We're not a stronghold of power for any government, so I think the Zerg tend to bypass and overlook us. Also, like, the world itself is not very resource-rich. Like, it's got all this debris in, like, a junkyard, but there's not very many, like, minerals around, things like that. So how far do they travel to do their clients? Uh, she says if the money's right, they'll go all over the sector. 
Okay. Uh, but most of it is relatively nearby. Would they be able to fight Zerg? Do they? Does she think they would be equipped for that, or is that not their? She insists that they are fully capable, fully professional mercenary company. They are able to take on any threats uh, you send at them that is appropriate. If you're willing to pay the appropriate credits, they will fight Zerg. They will fight other Terrans, and if necessary, they will fight Protoss. Oh. Are there any Protoss around here? Protoss around here? Not that I know of, no. That would be highly unusual. Uh, she says, I, I do not know any Protoss myself, but I've heard they're all connected in some way. And to be on a planet alone would be jarring to them, I would think. Why, do you know some Protoss? We've met some. Wouldn't exactly say we're friends with any. I hear that is the most you can say of any Protoss. Although supposedly Jimmy has met Protoss and made friends as well. Really? Yeah. That is what I heard from Matthew once, anyway. Has your Matthew met Protoss? You know, he has not mentioned it. I shall have to... Uh, maybe borrow that letter back. Let me add a little PS. <laughs> but do not read the PS. Very important. She, like, adds a little something-something. Thanks, Matthew. We can carry two letters as easily as one. <laughs> no, no. The deal was for one letter. Did not wish to provide two rides. If you're looking for information about Protoss, uh, she says... Your best bet would be to find some sort of technology dealer. There are some crash Protoss vessels on this world. It is mostly Terran. Any Zerg that crash here, well, their bodies decompose rather quickly. So they do not last. Might find some bones. Do you know where any of these Protoss wrecks are? Make a charm check. Uh, three purples. Two threats. I'm afraid that's also not the area. I mean, I mean they work in derelict uh, Terran vessels and uh, supporting my mercenary company. But I can point you in the direction of an establishment that could put you up for there a few nights. That'd be appreciated. Uh, like, she walks with you outside the bar, and it's just like, oh, on the other side of that junk pile, this doesn't really look like a, a hotel. But there is a, an old command center that has landed as well. It's not going to rise ever again. Uh, that has been converted. You can probably get a room there. So do we have whatever information we need for when this ride will be available? Yeah, she, she tells you like to meet at the Battlecruiser here in three days. Okay. So you have some time to kill. So we'll have three days of excitement on Dead Man's Rock. Dead Man's Rock, settlement, Dead Man's Port. Doesn't say Dead Woman's Port. That is true. Bodes well for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the place is called, the, it's called like Commander's Bunker or whatever. It's a big command center. You get in there and it's like, eh, for three nights, like, uh... It's going to run you 25 credits each. This is sort of in excess of your normal travel, so it's eaten into your savings. That's okay. I have a plan for that. If we're getting to Marsara without Jefferson Duke having to pay for that part of the transit fee, then like he'll be much more lenient about the whole per diem thing for you know the trip back. We're saving fraud money here. <laughs> what savings? Yeah, good luck getting an uh, invoice from this hotel, though. <laughs> that evening... Did you both give Lee June your contact numbers? Was it just Imogen or was it just Lily? She must have contact for us both because she wired both of us money. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lily, you get a call. Okay. There's a, enough of a wireless network here. You don't know how trustworthy it is. It's okay. a call from Snowball. <laughs> yeah. Mama. Yeah, you do get a video call, actually. Lee June is on the other side. Hello? She says, Lily, Lily, how you doing? All right. We're on Dead Man's Rock. It's a mighty dangerous place to be. Better than being stuck on redstone. <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, Snowball here has been pretty chill. He's just taking a patrol. She like turns the camera. And Snowball is just kind of like marching back and forth. About face. Marching back and forth. That is so weird. Like sees you in the video and sort of like stops at attention. That's what he's up to. He's like, yeah, he's a bit of an unusual fella. Uh, you're going to make it, be able to make it back to Marsar soon. We're trying. All right. When was it, like, the day after tomorrow or whatever? We're going to... Three days. Yeah, within three days. We've got a ride scheduled in three days. All right, that's not too bad. That should be okay. Are you in a hurry? You know, I'm always in a hurry. That's just how I am. Sooner's always better. Zerg maybe been a little bit more active lately. I don't know if it's anything. Imogen got a... I try to describe the Zerg. The spiky guy? Yeah, the, the spiky spike building. Yeah, so it was like the size of a building, and it had a spike that whipped down. She got spine a spine crawler. Uh, spine that whipped down. Uh, now tell me, this spine did it go into the planet and then back up, like through tunnel through the ground and then up right where you were standing, or did it just like whip around and stab you? It was stabbing like birds and rats. I don't think it went. It, it could walk. 
Good walk. Yeah, and then it. Well, that's that's new. Yeah, so she got a sample of it. She climbed right up it and just. She climbed up a crazy Zerg building. Lord, that lady's crazy. It was so cool. But she got a sample. Well, that's fantastic. You got that sample, and you got a server sample. Yes, ma'am. That's there. That's good news. I've been doing some background research. I have a lead. There was a crashed uh, Cerberus company science vessel on Marsara. I don't know how familiar you are with science vessels. They're all full of all kinds of equipment, sensory data of other sorts. I believe it fled from Chalsara to this world and, well, didn't quite make it. That might be a good place for you to find more information on what's up with Snowball here. I know they were active on that world. They crash landed? They crash landed. It's a little bit out in the waist, but I think you can be tough folk like you and Imogen could get there. Pilots aren't very well trained, are they? <laughs> well, the ship took a bit of damage. Although, from what I was able to discover, it didn't seem like it... Uh, you know what, you're right. It, it didn't seem like it took critical damage. So maybe something happened to the pilot themselves. Okay. And th this was a few years ago, so I don't know what condition it's in today. Oh, this is part of the information for the exchange? It's not a new thing? Well, she discovered it recently. Oh, okay. She like went through some records, was able to discover this. And she says, and, like, when you give me the sample, I'll be very happy to give you the coordinates. Okay. And maybe we can continue to help each other out here. Do you tell Lee June about your encounter with the ghost, or...? Imogen. I'll bring her in on the conversation. She said there's a crash ship, Marsara. So you think Snowball escaped from that? Uh, it is a possibility. Now, it crashed a few years ago, so it'd be a bit strange. Uh, but that could be what happened. I think, at very least, there's going to be good information on there about what this doodad attached to his head is. All right. I think that might help you understand what's going on, or possibly even control, I don't know, what it could turn into. Something of that nature. As I said, the ship, it wasn't, it didn't seem, from the reports I got, like it was in that bad condition. Well, if somebody's still experimenting on Zerg, using stuff from the ship, there could have been survivors. That's definitely a possibility. Hmm. So no, I don't tell her about the ghost, because Imogen seems to be protecting that information a little bit, so I'll let Imogen if she wants to, and if not, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. That is not something that I would talk to her about over the phone. Okay, that's totally fine. She again, she's uh, now hope to stay safe. So she knows the Queen of Blades stuff, so when she said that the Zerger's starting to get active, maybe she, <laughs> she pulls that together. Maybe that's... Yeah, you know what, you're right. Maybe I should double my centuries. Like, oh, say yesterday? <laughs> Since yesterday? Since yeah. And now, I, in all honesty, they... Zerg activity has been slowly picking up over the last year. I, I don't think that one's on, on YouTube. You didn't play her the message exactly, right? You didn't have it, but you, you like, sent her, you told her what she said. Yeah. She was reading the text. That's right, that's right. I mean, she looked mad. She was on video. Yeah, she always looked pretty mad. I mean, she's got reason to be mad. She was abandoned by Manx, could turn into a Zerg, forced to be a slave, to the Zerg overmind thing. It's all. She's got a lot to be pissed about, you know? But she didn't sound any more pissed than normal. <laughs> oh, that's normal. For her, I mean, if she's not putting together some crazy plan to betray all of her allies to take over the sector, yeah, it sounds pretty normal for her. Well, scared the fluff out of our pilot. I mean, she's a scary person. She was scary before she was Zerg. What about it? She just didn't look scary then. All right, well, when you get a chance, uh, if you can swing on by, I'm happy to share that intel. I can do some... Some studies on sample, but we can better understand her. Maybe how to protect ourselves or something. Will do. All right, she hangs up on that. A little bit later in the evening, Imogen, you get a phone call. Unrecognized number. <laughs> Corhall is calling. I, I answer. You see like a strange fuzzy kind of face for a second. It takes a few moments to come into focus, and it's actually the... Protoss you had spoken with on multiple occasions. The one from the refinery? The one from the refinery. The screen comes on, he is there, his eyes are like slightly glowing. They're kind of tinged with red actually, sometimes Protoss' eyes are kind of blue. Uh, his face, now that you've got a good close look at it, it's sort of generally wrinkly, but it's the same kind of long Protoss face, it's just two eyes, no nose, no mouth. And he doesn't have hair, but he does have sort of like a couple dreads off the back of his his head. Does he look uninjured? Hmm. Make a knowledge Protoss check. Two purples and a black because it's over this weird video connection. I have failure. You're not sure. I mean, he looks about the same as when you last saw him. So you don't know if that's normal or, or what. 
He says, I'd hoped to never talk to another terror again, but my brethren have forced my hand. What a charmer. Uh, for being captured by Terrans, I have been cast out of my society. And so, I'm going to get revenge. On the Terrans? Or on your society? On my people. Well, what were my people? On these slaves of the Taldarine. And you're going to help me. Well, I don't think I owe you that much. To go to war with the Protoss. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them that the, the Queen of Blades is mad at us. That seems to make people yeah. not want to work with us. <laughs> Do you want some petty bargain? Is that what you're looking for? Was he aware that you had abilities? He was aware that I was... I was keenly asking about the Terezine. Like, something sparked my attention, and right, right. he might have been able to infer that I had some powers. Yeah, so he actually says, you have some primitive capabilities... Those will be of assistance. I'm not denying that I want to learn how to use them, but taking out a whole people is not a good deal. It's not an entire people we need to take out. And trust me, if there was a people that's worth taking out, it would be my people. I don't know what Protoss you are familiar with, but I was. He, like, has to correct himself from saying am. I was a member of the Taldarine, the Death Fleet. We ourselves were cast out of Protoss society eons ago, but we formed our own society. A better, stronger, tougher society. One that doesn't deal in such petty foreign affairs as Terrans or other Protoss or even Zerg when we can avoid them. No, we just need to remove the Ascendant in front of me. If I can kill her in a, the appropriate ritual, I will reascend and rejoin my brethren. And that's where you come in. I'm not an assassin! Well good, because you have to make sure to not kill her. I have to kill her in the appropriate ritual. You will be expressly forbidden from assaulting her during this time. She and her team are going to liberate some piece of technology that your Dominion has laid hands on. You have some tie to this Dominion. You can assist me in getting access to this facility. Is it power you seek? I can show you power. I don't seek it at the cost of my soul. You're not bargain with your primitive soul. Your Dominion scientists have seized Protoss weaponry. They are trying to study it. They're going to hurt themselves. If they're lucky, that's all that will happen. My associate will liberate it and turn it on your kind. I suggest that we liberate it and eliminate her. And then our people continue to live in ignorant peace, not bothering each other. So you expect this Ascendant to recover whatever weaponry the Dominion took and then use it to kill Terrans? I do not wish to go into the entire politics of the Taldarine currently. Well, you're going to have to tell me something to make me think that this is a good idea to help you with. Because just helping you kill somebody is not... Again, I do not need your... It's not a bargain I'm willing to make. Part of the confusion... So he is just being a little confusing because he doesn't understand Terran culture. That's, that's part of the, the in-game difficulty here. Oh, he failed his t knowledge Terran check. Yeah, you know, he's just... And he is just... He's like he's telling you things to do, but he hasn't, like, made a deal with you. So I understand that is that is part of it. He says, the Taldarim... It's a very martial society. If you kill, in a ritualistic fashion, the person in front of you, you take their place. I was cast out from society. If I want to get back in, I need to take their place in this fashion. Problem. I'm cast out. I'm not welcome on our worlds anymore. It's very difficult uh, to get there. But I know that this Taldarim, the Ninth Ascendant, Lendasha, she has a mission to recover this technology that Terrans have stolen from other Protoss, not from us, I admit. She is going to recover it from a Dominion Science facility. If we can intercept her there, we can intercept the acquisition of this technology and stop her. Because she will use that to probably, one, further extend the chain of Taldarim succession, and two, she is loyal to the High Ascendant, who has been pushing for more aggressive means of dealing with Terrans and others. They feel that. Terrans have been encroaching on our ancestral lands. They've got some religious convictions about certain worlds that need protecting. I think they're doped up on Terrazine, if you ask me. They hold the very gas to be sacred. But the ritual is clear. I must be the one to kill her in ritual combat. But that will be another day. Right now, we just need to stop her from getting this weapon. Then we can find another way to draw her out. So let's say you get back in. Will you be less inclined to stomp out Terrans than your associate? That is correct, if you could put it that way. 
I find Terrans to be annoying. I don't want to deal with them. That I'm forced to deal with you is incredibly frustrating. But, frankly, it's not worth killing Terrans. More will just pop up. And I will certainly not go out of my way to do it. If you dare encroach on our space, certainly. But, for example, the High Lord has recently uh, beefed up protections of a planet that is only months away from being uh, enveloped by its own sun. Pointless, ritualist world. Let it burn. Just let it burn. But he is concerned that Terrans will come hunting for ancient Protoss technologies. So, what are you going to do for me if I help you with this? Ah, sounds like you're ready for a negotiation. Make a two purple negotiate check. Three success, one threat. You have primitive, untrained abilities. I suspect you attempted to activate the Psy Gauntlet, but were unable to do so. I can show you how to mm, tap into those in a more controlled fashion. Did you send me that? I arranged to have it sent to you when my brethren rescued me. Why would you do such a thing? Because my colleague, who used to have them, the one who became a slave to Terezin, he did not deserve them anymore. So, in truth, I did it to slight him. <laughs> Consider it a prank that his, his side moment was given to a Terran. What greater embarrassment is there? <laughs> I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, if you are strong enough, I could show you how to wield it. And if you cut your own head off, that's your own fault. Alright. I have encountered some of your ghosts in the past. They thought they were psychically strong. They were not. No ghost can stand up to a, a high Templar. How did you get captured? Give me a charm check. Two purples with an extra black die, because that's a sore topic for him. Failure with four advantages. I will only say it was on another pointless mission from the High Lord. Defending something that did not need defending. So I put the blame purely on him. Perhaps one day I will challenge him in Rakshia, but he is powerful. I will need more help than two Terrans to ritualistically assault him. There's a marauding group that will... <laughs> yeah. I don't say that, because I'm not there. I got this discount for the warpigs. Uh, you want a knife? I got a coupon here. Mira's marauders yeah. were like, we'll attack Protoss at the right price. Yeah, for the right price. Put this guy in charge. Do you have some sort of time frame? <sighs> I'm still sorting out when she's going to hit. I suspect she's waiting for a signal when the facility will be likely to be weakest. Is there a time when you can arrange yourselves to be there? What planet is this? It'll be on Court Hall. Probably be back there in a week or so. I think I can manipulate things on my end. He gives you the address of like the, a science facility. Uh, it's like an, like an astronomy and optics research place. It doesn't really seem that weird. Doing a job in like downtown Augustgrad? It's not downtown, it's on like the outskirts of the city, but it is on Court Hall. Too much light pollution in the inner. In what do we say, like two weeks or whatever. Uh, you can make that work. It's just a slightly different environment than we've worked on before. Not random outskirts of wastelands. A little bit, a little bit. We live in that neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, you live in like the poorer part of Augustgrad. This is in the slightly nicer part of Augustgrad. Fancy science facility, they have grass there. All right. He, like, narrows his eyes at you for a moment. I suppose I should thank you for working with me. You didn't thank us for getting you out of that mine, so why start now? He doesn't smile because he doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> Very well. But Does he, like, think the concept of a smile? Beam it at you. I suppose you at least have... You are not inhibited like ghosts are, nor do you believe you are already powerful. So, you have that going for you. Binky likes you. You know, like a cute little pet. Well, the, yeah. the ghost is like, I'm not looking for an apprentice, but this Protoss is like, you're annoying. I might have to kill you in the morning, but <laughs> I'll screen you. <laughs> the dread Protoss Roberts. Indeed. This guy still hasn't given me a name, though, has he? Oh, he deigns to give you his name. He is Malorn. And the Protoss he has a beef with is Landasha. He does say she is a powerful, uh, we call them blood hunters. They are permanently cloaked, obscured from tradition, from regular sight. So they are difficult to catch and capture. But I'm sure 
With your assistance, we will find sufficient resources. Are you going to be available to meet up in advance of this? Very well. It will be useful for this exercise. What will your associate require for her assistance? And like he has to, he's still like he's going to throw up when he says assistance. He has to bring himself to say it. Uh, probably credits would be useful. Primitive tarot credits. Or some sort of sweet rifle. Hmm. Perhaps we can promise her the weapon that's contained in this very facility. If you think that's... Didn't you say it was some sort of Protoss weapon? It is, but it's not a Taldarim weapon. We were going to reverse engineer it. But you're okay giving it to some Terran? In this case, it is denying it to the High Lord. Ah, and you don't think he would come after us for it? I think his hands are rather full, and the more full I can make his hands, the better. Alright, I'll talk it over with her. Thank you. Good job. It ends the connection. <laughs> that was so well acted. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is what you guys have. Alright, I place a phone call. Who do you call? I sharpened knives. <laughs> Sorry, you calling him? I'm calling Jimmy. This is Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. Uh, he's like, looks up, oh, this is Imogen, right? Hi, I have a letter for dear Matthew. Dear Matthew? Okay, streetwise <laughs> check to intonate this. Uh, two purples. <laughs> like how she's like, do you know how to get in touch with Jim Rainer? And you're like, I'll just call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're totally Facebook well, friends. you know, I was trying to like be subtle here, but I don't make my streetwise check fails with three advantages. Uh, so you sort of have to like be a little bit more explicit about it. Horner, an admiral. <laughs> what, what did you want with my admiral? I've got a letter I have to deliver to him. A letter? What? Who sends a letter? Some woman who's sweet on him. Oh, God. <laughs> you uh, got yourself fixed up with Mira Han, did you? Seems like. I'm wondering if you're still in the general environs that you were a week ago that I can drop it off. I am in the same general environs. Matt is not here right now. Doesn't matter as long as you can get it to him. I can. Unread. Yeah, no, Mira's got some real... She's like a stick of dynamite. Seems okay, you know, and something, something sets her off. Kaboom. Yeah, no, she. Uh, you didn't know that uh, she and uh, Matthew... Like, he, he has to say it in like a silly way. I can hear the air quotes. Yeah. yeah technically, they are married. <laughs> technically. Didn't think you could get married by winning a poker game, but it turns out you can't. All right, I'll make sure not to play against her. I don't even think she was in the game, now that I think about it. Man, the whole game was probably rigged anyway, but yeah, she's... Yeah, she's really into him. He's, you know, not real into her. He needs to be a better husband. I will make sure to deliver this to him. All right, I'll look you up when we're a bit closer. Yeah, check in with Joey Ray. Might not be at the facility. Things are heating up a little bit here. You know, it's, uh, after I talked to Lily that, that time in the bar, it's, it's time to kick this revolution into high gear. <laughs> Do you know him? We just gave him new purpose in life. I don't know. I was trying to be all vague on the phone here. If he wants to talk about his revolution over an open line, that's his business. Not exactly uh, hidden what I'm trying to do, Max. So. All right, then. More important not to be found. But we're going to make ourselves known pretty soon. Then I'll check in with Joey, I shall. Uh, that sounds good. Thank you much, Imogen. That was all. I just wanted to make sure. All right, do you need to call the War Pigs or Rory nope. or nope. anyone else? No. Nope. Just wanted to make sure he was still on Marsara for the purposes of making this delivery. Yes. I will wait until the morning to, to discuss a potential job with Lily. Poof, it's the morning. You recover all your strain. I will sharpen Imogen's knife. Ooh. If she will let me. You can sharpen knives while I attempt to fix this gun. <laughs> As I now possess a rank in mechanics. Aha! And yet, every die I just rolled is blank. You burn through a lot of materials. Click, click. Click, click. That gun scene things. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to discuss? I have a lead on a, another potential job. Mm -hmm. For fraud? No. A side job. Sort of like what we're doing now. Okay. Uh, when do we start? <laughs> <laughs> Probably it should be in about two weeks when we're back on car haul. Do you want to take it? I most definitely, but I didn't know if you'd want to do something so risky as hit a building actually in August grad. 
what's the job? <laughs> He's like, There's I guess I should ask. Some sort of research facility that has a Protoss weapon. And one of those fellas from the refinery that we got the blades back to so they could escape, he contacted me that he wants help getting the Protoss weapon away from the researchers. Okay. Are they paying good? What? So they were thinking they might be able to get you a sweet rifle. I mean, I wouldn't if, say no. If you'd prefer <laughs> that to credits. I forgot what I was going to ask. Lily looks blankly in the corner. I got you at sweet rifle. You can't. Yeah, it's just thinking about, think about what could it be? Oh. Do you think it's too risky? I don't think it's too risky. No. You want to do it? I. Look, I totally owe you one. So if you're in, I'm in. Okay, this is just a pretty big ask, but if you think that squares things between us. <laughs> I like how we always think we owe each other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk to me when we get off this rock, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll probably be able to meet up with Malorn once we're back on Carhall and learn a bit more about what the facility is and what we might be up against. Okay, wait, who's Malorn? Oh, Is that's, that that's the name of the Protoss that contacted me. One of the ones that was enslaved at the Rose Refinery on Brontus 4. They have names? Aye. Turns out they do. <laughs> they just didn't share them before. All right. Yeah, I'm in. It's, it's someone we rescued for Brontos. Okay. Oh, oh right. Technically, that is true. That's true. The Protoss doesn't have quite as much of a hit, but we did fight side by side. So, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh, it's for that guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys try to do anything else while you're killing some time here on Dead Man's Port? I mean, I could be more resistant if you want to have to roll some social stuff. No. <laughs> no, I was expecting you to be a pushover. <laughs> Lily's like, whatever you think. We could have just shown up and Lily be like, oh, what are we doing now? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? What's the job today? Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's a rifle. Thanks. Ooh. We could try to see if... Mira mentioned that there might be Zerg bones. We could see if we can collect some more samples. That is true. I mean, we could just go see what we can see. Yeah, we can do that. The things that I had thought that I would want to do, I no longer feel so inclined to do now that I've actually talked to Malorn. So we can go poke around with that. Sure you don't need a hit of terrorizing? Not if an actual Protoss is going to teach me how to use my mental powers. I could go look if they had, like, weapon shops, but I'm probably not going to be able to afford anything custom anyway, so... Yeah, that is that is probably the, the truth. Uh, so scavenging, it sounds And like. three days isn't very long, but I don't know if you want to see if somebody can fix your gun. You might be able to find someone to do that. I but. have sunk so much money into trying to fix this gun. Gosh darn it. You're like, this is university of fix my gun. Well, <laughs> you might be able to salvage enough to yeah. have the materials to fix it. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. You said there was machinery and junk and all sorts of things. Lots of junk. If I can find components, then I can attempt to fix it. And Imogen can tell if there's angry squatters, right? <laughs> yes. That's actually a good point. Imogen, why don't you make your sense roll first? That'll help you know areas to avoid. Success! No advantages. All right, you find a, a, a small isolated area where you don't think there's any squatters of any kind. There's probably not death robots there. That's not generally a thing. I can't sense death robots. I don't think you need to sense them. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you each give me a two purple perception check? Lily, are you looking for like Zerg samples then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not opposed to anything that's shiny, like paying attention to something that's shiny. So if there's something that just is more eye catching, okay. then you can just say, I just found that. But sure, if sure. I find anything, yeah. That's perfect. Did you want to try to work together on this one or just do two? No, because we're looking for different things. Sounds good. Yeah. What's the word, Imogen? Three success, three threat. Okay, and you were looking for parts for your gun? Yep. So you find the parts, but they're like from a different model, so there'll be a black die when you try to repair it. But it didn't cost you any credits, and you have the time here on this planet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Mine was a wash. You're washed. Okay, you're looking around. You find some bones, but you don't think there's Zerg bones. Find some other things. There are not nearly as many Zerg remnants here as other things. Yeah. So you just you don't come up with anything valuable. There's a lot of trash. Yeah. Mainly trash. This area is pretty picked clean. That's why there's nobody hanging out here. Uh, you're gonna try your mechanics check, Imogen. It failed. You had a story point. Well, I already rolled it. Okay. It was a failure with one advantage. You can take a blue die to the next time you try to fix it, as you're getting very familiar with the internal components of this gun. <sighs> yep, it's tough to repair your own weapons. Strap for cash. You probably don't have time to do more salvaging. You could try to pick up some work here if you wanted. I don't know what work there would be for a couple of toughs. 
But a couple tufts? One tuft? One, one and a half tufts? Hey, I didn't climb the side of a giant zerg and just cut pieces off of it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> there was adrenaline. I blamed the stem. <laughs> yeah, it was probably my fault. In that case, you guys get your ride back to Marsara. Okay, so when we go through quarantine, we need to spray this jar at some point before we go through quarantine as soon as we can without obviously... Yeah, like as we're packing up our bags to get off the ship, we can spray things. We'll handle the getting through quarantine next week. Finally, we can get rid of this stuff. How are you going to get Snowball off the planet, though? I don't know why I always have Zerg parts. <laughs> like Everywhere I go, I've got something from a Zerg. I'm the Queen of Blades! You yeah. got all those knives? Uh, that's true. You're the Protoss champion! It's true, it's true. You're the least human pair of humans we got. Alright, you got the Cerebrate samples, and you got a little bit of equipment and other things. You guys can take 15 experience. And she said that she would pay us if we got other types of things. She did say she would pay you if you got other types of things. I forgot about that. That was why I was uh, doing it. I mean, I was also doing it for science. But... And I will tell you, like, she wires you that money. Essentially, when you land. Ah. She trusts you, so you each have 100 credits, you're up. Oh, nice. She's actually paid us more than our actual job. I mean, your actual job is just covering, like, rent, you know, the pension plan. I think she is our actual job at this point. Yeah, it's possible. We're basically freelance. Like, just a little work on the side, right? Yeah. But you know what? That pilot probably won't remember me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. You don't, you'll never, don't worry, you will never see me again. That's true. <laughs> You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.